we're gonna learn new things to take and step and we got a podcast. Our friends tell us about what they learn and a lot of our facts are not exactly that, but we try. So let's fight. Let's fight. Let's fight. Let's fight. Also tell us about the the SAG process that you went through today. It was so tempting to give a fake name for my professional name, and I was like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but I really okay. Everybody's here. Wow. Yeah, we kind of saddle up. Okay. It get, kind of gets serious. Um. Wait. What would what would you give for your fake name? What would I give? Did for you my have fake? any ideas? I, I didn't, but it it was one of those things where like I felt like every. Every idea was like racing to the top of my brain. Like just it was like, please list professional name. And I started to write Katie and then I was like, or anything. Katie Rocket. <laughs> Katie Rockets. <laughs> like like why why does that have to be Katie? Like I, I, I couldn't I thought about just writing my grandmother's name. Like I oh. was like, I don't know what to do. And I was like kinda hoping I was like, maybe there's already somebody in SAG named Katie Kershaw. Then you have no, and to, now you get then to I invent would one. Have to invent it, and I wouldn't seem like a crazy person for just <laughs> choosing to invent it. Sorry, your name is Uno Pizzeria. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't. I, I love when there are people who like come up with SAG names, like because someone already has it, so they just change their last name. But then I think when they get married, now like that's their name, and all their kids will have that last name. Wait, like, I feel no. like I've seen that before. It like truly becomes who it's they like, are. And like, then it's I just think, a made up like, name I think for a David name. Tennant's like kids' names are all like. Te- maybe I'm wrong. <gasps> Who's David Tennant? I've never Excuse even heard that. Excuse me, from Doctor Who. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He was the tenth Doctor. Oh, he was okay. probably the okay. best as someone who's seen a collective six episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but was, you're making the call. No, oh, he was my oh, favorite. I'm making the call. <laughs> Hard. with like there's no like uh, uh, i will argue somebody and i have zero information <laughs> but i like there was this guy i was seeing in uh when i was in college and yep. I, you know i was a college sophomore he was well into his 30s and divorced and oh, he yeah. loved doctor who <laughs> so like if i wanted to you know stick around for the fun stuff i would have to watch <laughs> doctor who doctor who i made Bold choices. I could have made my professional name Doctor Who. Wow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and that is truly the first time that producer has ever laughed. Oh, this, this, yes. is, this is that. I think that might be true. Laughed at a joke and not at something yeah. dumb. One of us yeah. said that was wrong. That was a. That was a true. Actually, a, a good laugh from Paul. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Katie. Paul. Congratulations. That Thank is you. a milestone for the podcast. Thank you. Um, you're here on the podcast with your hosts. I don't know if you if you know us, but <laughs> my name is Megan, and uh, and my name is Steph. I just learned the L.A. Clippers are named that because they're named after the boat Clippers. What boat, what, Clippers? what boat Clippers? Like cli- like there's a type of sailboat that's called a Clipper. Oh, and they're named after that sailboat because wow. they're originally from or they were in San Diego. Oh, so a big the... sailing town? Yeah. Have you ever gone sailing? No. No, I don't think so. Megan? Yes. <gasps> really? Wow. Yes. Well, yes. Are you from like a sailing family? I feel like it's a family thing. Yes, and like, fully no. 
and fully know not from a sailing family. <laughs> but you have been sailing. You never guessed the state in which I sailed the most. Indiana. South Carolina? Indiana Chicago. is close as hell. Chicago? Ohio. Ohio. Oh, okay. I, I went to like, I a have a, yeah, a family or f- like a friend who her family, big sailors in like Louisville, Indiana, Ohio. Wow. Yes. Why? Who knows? I spent three years of my child <laughs> in Ohio, maybe four years. Would go to the sailing camp. Think I went multiple times. Not, you know, childhood memories. Put up a spotty. But <laughs> they would just truly, I remember even being a little kid. I was in third grade and I was like, this I remember having the thought. I was like, this camp is insane. This is dangerous. We shouldn't be doing this. Because the only thing this camp would do is you would show up. You'd take like an hour bus ride out to like some lake in Ohio. You'd get there and they'd be like, here's your sailboat for the day. And then you and your friend, in my case, my friend Katie and I, coincidentally. Yeah, not me. <laughs> not this Katie, different Katie. We just go out on a lake all day and try to sail. Like all day. I don't remember seeing adults. Where's the, ad- I remember being the like, adult? I remember being like, where are the adults? Oh we, my we, God. I remember capsizing. I remember me and Katie yelling, fighting at each other, like trying to keep the boat afloat, <laughs> like all day, just uh, just out on the water. Like I, I truly was like, this is crazy. And I remember like not telling my mom about, it. you know, I wasn't like, I didn't come home when I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't a narc or whatever on the camp. I wasn't like, <laughs> oh, my, I was, camp. I'm very pro snitching. Like I love, <laughs> I love snitching at all times. I was like, told the teachers everything. Like such a horrible <laughs> kid. And I went to like a wilderness camp once for, I think one week and we canoed and I loved canoeing and my canoe like instructor had a crush on him. He was an adult man named Pinto. <laughs> <laughs> The boat, when I got on the canoe, I couldn't get off. Or no, no, no. I was already on. And then this girl who was like, not the best at camp. And neither was I. She was getting the canoe. And I was like, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. And I was like, Pinto, help. And I could tell that he was hung over or something like so now i recognize it's probably hung over but he was just like and i was like help her help her please help her please and he didn't and she stepped wrong and i completely was like oh oh!" and like capsized like totally underwater it was a big pinto where are you now probably (laughs) he's probably still hung over wherever he is without a doubt we would always at camp capsize our canoes on purpose so we could go under them and just like talk. talk. <laughs> no way. Hide yeah. for secrets. Oh, did That's you really do cute. like long camps? Uh, no, just like week long, week or two long, like day camps. And then I did sleepaway camp once for one week. Yeah, that was Whoa. my one week. Sleepaway. Yeah. Do you, were it, you homesick? Uh, there was like one one day about five days in when I got really homesick, mm. and like everyone like. I think every kid at the camp had their moment of mm-hmm. like being yeah. homesick. And so a few days in, I would see it. I saw it happen to people. And I was like, oh, wow, they're homesick. Okay. <laughs> and then like, I just remember like day five during the day, like sitting on the stairs, just like oh. crying. And I was like, I don't know why. <laughs> oh, no. But like all the counselors knew kind of they like i guess knew how to deal with it because it happened so often so they'd be like okay well you you can like kind of sit and you don't have to participate in whatever we're doing you can like sit and cry it's okay (laughs) oh sweet baby i can just picture you and your little blonde hair and high socks for some reason (laughs) i don't know oh never got homesick 
Yeah. Mm. I wasn't a homesick kid either. No, I mean, truly. Bad I, home life for me. Oh, no, I did not. <laughs> right, but I was there and I remember like seeing kids who were homesick and I was like, honestly, I could do this by myself. <laughs> I could move to New York and make it tomorrow. <laughs> At like age eight, I was like assumed like I really had it all figured out. You were independent. Yes. I feel was. like I, I relate to that hardcore. Mm. I, mm. I mean, I didn't for the record probably, but I felt oh, like. No, I, I couldn't have made it at all. <laughs> but I was like. Honestly, I'm ready for college. Uh, <laughs> let's do it. Um, wait, okay. We so we keep doing false starts, but this is the podcast. Steph Cook mm-hmm. is here. I'm here. The name of the podcast is to let you know. Let's fly. Let's fly. <laughs> Doesn't really have anything to do with the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's kind of a working title, but it feels like it's getting more and more the title. Every oh, it is set. <laughs> You're not going back from Let's Fly. You found it. <laughs> we found it. Let's fly. Let's fly. Um, on this podcast, we... Steph, I feel like you're better at explaining it than I am. What oh, yeah. Doing? Well, uh, we'll we'll talk about something we learned recently. Mostly, we just end up talking about other stuff. Yeah. I feel like. <laughs> um, which at is good. At some point. <laughs> the, just something you learned recently. Um, I feel like I read a lot of news, so what I've learned recently is not interesting because everybody knows it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and also it's not timely by the time this comes out. Like, did you guys hear about this video that just can't, you know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, what video, but yeah, I fully mean what you, understand what you mean, <laughs> but I would like to hear about that video. What do you, wait, how do you guys, this is kind of, I'm interested. How do you typically get your news? I would say pre-Trump era, mm-hmm. it was very different. I love watch. I grew up watching CNN and like in a news house. Like we were always watching those things. I, you know, I was trying to read various blogs or read uh, the Times and all of that. And then Trump happened and I just, I opted out. Mm-hmm. And now I listen to Pod Save America. And that's kind of <laughs> it. I, it's like comes out twice a week and I'm like, just tell me everything I want from a liberal fucking tunnel <laughs> that has all been siphoned through and I'll watch maybe Vice News if I get high. Like that's kind of <laughs> where it is for me. I love that. I yeah. love that answer. Oh, I fully, I'm a part of the problem. I only look at my side. I could care less. I'm I don't think it. that's part of the problem. Thank you. I don't think that's part of it. I think the okay. problem is the problem. And we all yeah. know what the problem is. That's fair. That's fair. Steph? Um, Give it to us. Yeah. So I just read a lot of news on the internet all day. Like what sites do you frequent? Um, so I do get a lot of uh, just random dumb news stories from twitter all day where people are like here's like a dumb thing that someone posted yeah (laughs) um and then yeah read a lot of the gawker sites and the um sometimes i'll just go see what's on the guardian that's like bbc yeah gorgeous Um, al jazeera yeah that's a good one yes very very good never have been to Mm. I had a f- smart friend in college who was always reading Al Jazeera, and I was like, I should check that out. And I've been meaning to check it out for <laughs> 12 years. I swear to God, it's not too late. Yeah, I could. Yeah, you could. I could hop on it's there. Still, <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think they still have the website, Al Jazeera. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank God. Okay, I yeah. could <laughs> make a change. Wait, I interrupted you, Steph, as usual. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, or, you know, 
honestly like twitter people will be like so here's what's happening and then i'll read that article and so here's what's happening i'll read that so i feel like i get a good coverage of all the things that uh make me angry throughout the day <laughs> there are rarely good news stories no there's never no, good there's news not. stories it's all even it's like panic it's pa- my panic. favorite i think my f- right now my favorite type of news story is the feel-good ones that are not feel-good where it's like child raises like twenty thousand dollars for his own insulin by doing like a dance recital or something and it's just like some like local news story that's like heartwarming like school matches you know gives like it's like what gives him like two hundred dollars yeah it's right. like we could have easily helped him but yeah. we had to see that tap number we really needed to see it oh my god we had every resource it's actually free and we didn't tell him <laughs> we really been working his god bless his heart he's been working his tail off all week getting this number kind of already kind of up and polished and ready to go it's not show ready so he said uh, 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 you're gonna have to wait some longer times sorry the the non-feel good feel are when, when both of you guys are talking i was reminded of a quote i heard one time from i believe Patton oswalt who said he doesn't go on the internet and that is not true he's okay. definitely on the, he's internet. On the internet all so the time. it probably wasn't Patton oswalt it was some <laughs> sort of a male comedian of which we need more and that's one of the things that i've <laughs> more male comedians more, yes 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 yes, yes. Like, i just want more they? male comedians to talk about comic books towards me <laughs> yes <laughs> towards yes where me. are our boys where are our boys we have to save our boys <laughs> um sorry actually sorry Patton, if you're listening which i'm sure you are to loop you in on that you seem like a nice guy and um but uh <laughs> someone said that they don't need to look at the internet or the internet you know it's like they're kind of right now the news is but they're like all i need my internet is five good friends five smart good friends or something like that so he's like this person whoever it was and i'm probably misremembering it because i can't remember who said it but they're like instead of kind of the internet and all that i'm just like i'm friends with like five smart people and i feel like i like kind of learn about the world in that way i thought that was interesting (laughs) And that stuck with me. The and thing is, I really want to unpack it, but I won't. <laughs> yeah, no, we can unpack. Honestly, we can unpack. No, it. I like it. I really I think, think it's. I think it's important to have friends that you consider personally to be smarter than you. Like, mm-hmm. please, it, in whatever arena, and that can be more emotionally intelligent or whatever that mm-hmm. thing is. So in that way, I think it's great. In another way, it's like I don't have to opt into the world. Tell me, give me, give me, give me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It is. <laughs> that both. it's problematic it's also but, like no, no, no. i think it's both yeah. are you sure like your friends are maybe the best <laughs> informed like <laughs> and honestly as the more i talk about it i'm like i could be misremembering the quote or making it up full stop you know like i'm not sure but i pray you're making it up i pray you are god i wish i could fully remember but it does seem like you know, you, you talk to people, different people that are like really in, kind of engaged in their own. And you're like, whoa, OK, that was, uh, that was kind of a, a, a little bit of Internet, <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe or something. <laughs> Anyways, I get my news. I, all I read are briefings from like the various, you know, they're putting out all these briefings now, everybody. 
you read direct from the White House? Yeah, like <laughs> their press briefings. That's really funny because I treat them like that. I'm like, okay, and here's the briefing, and I'm going to work, and I actually need to kind of make all my decisions about the what's happening in the world. But it's just like the New York Times has all these briefings, and then there's like other oh, ones that are available. Gotcha. And it's That's like great. all I read. I never read a full article, which is bad. They're which is honestly what you need to do. too long. Agree. Except for the one about Lord Michaels that was in Jezebel about a week <gasps> ago. Ooh, ate it up like candy. Wait, didn't Ooh, see it? Was, please fill us in. Yes. Absolutely. Did it have to do with the Chris Kattan thing? Yeah, it's that okay. one. Yeah. So Chris Kattan um, recently wrote a memoir. Oh. We've been begging for. Mm-hmm. And he um, he wrote this memoir. And in it, <clears throat> he says some like damning things about Lord Michaels. And he just like... The whole article is like, yeah, we asked around and it seems like this is very true to how he acts. I don't want to spoil it because it's honestly a good read. Okay. I can't wait to check it. Jezebel.com? Yeah, dot com. Okay. That's the Have one. you read it? Um, I don't think I've read the article. I've seen clips from the memoir. Yeah. Yeah. I think I heard one one piece was that he was encouraged to sleep with someone in order to seal a deal or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what the article like starts with is um, Amy Heckerling, who directed Clueless, mm. directed Night at the Roxbury, and like messaged him. It was like, so when are we going to have sex? And Chris Kattan was like, I'm not. And she backed out of directing the movie. So Lauren contacted him and said, if you want to make this movie, you know what you have to do. And it, like his relationship with her like ruined his friendship with Will Ferrell and like oh. he was also dating someone he he was dating what's her name Bend and Snap from the <laughs> Legally Blonde movies Reese Witherspoon no 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 the 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 oh. other lady from the movie who yes. says Bend and Snap who teaches I, her the oh Bend who's and Snap. really great yeah in the Christopher Guest movies yeah. she's like I'm um, taking the dog that's one of her lines oh she's fantastic I love they her. dated yeah he was dating wow. her at the time and they were like on the brink of like breaking up anyways kind of but Uh like that just kind of um sealed it when he was like oh no i have to sleep with amy heckerling and she had been wanting to break up yeah and he was like not ready to and then finally he was like okay we can break up and then the next day or whatever jennifer coolidge yes that's Mm -hmm. it yeah wow and i just remembered that for those people at home yeah <laughs> oh this is phones away phones there's down. no internet around here you just have good friends <laughs> you don't need the internet you just need five friends mm-hmm. yeah exactly uh exactly. that's sad ultimately Ultim- ultimately yeah. yeah no it is sad and i feel like when i've heard friends of mine talk about it as i'm doing now i lead with that article about lauren michaels like i'm not mentioning the fact that there was this powerful female director who was doing this really bad manipulative thing to a young man and for everyone at home Steph and Megan are actively holding hands <laughs> we hold hands when we do our podcast it's, we, it's cute uh, no but that because that feels like a problematic out like like I keep on saying problematic I hate that I'm, I always use that word no but that's like an outlier that's like we can't lead without outlier because it's not the true story of the current issue, right? Uh-huh. Well, maybe it is because maybe the thing is, it's like all power kind of breeds bad behavior or power breeds bad behavior. Yeah. We, yeah. we need to be not all power. Some people probably can resist, but we need to be really careful about power because when you have power, you might act in 
a way that's not very nice or yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, it seems like right or now have a in skewed our perspective about what's okay to right. do, you know. Right. Right. Mostly there's kind of men that have power, but there's certainly women that have power that are abusing it as well. Ultimately power is to blame. Let's kind of get some checks on power. Yes, I would love that. Okay. Yeah. And so we're all going to go to Congress. Okay. <laughs> you got it. And we're just going to kind of be like, guys, can we just have your ear for a second? We have some ideas. <laughs> we just want you to just check in and have buddy system. Can we just okay? get, yeah, everybody, can we just kind of, kind of come, can we just take a knee, all of us? <laughs> <laughs> have them take a knee, play the national anthem, and really fuck and them up. Film them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fuck them up. <laughs> we just got it. No, but I know I wouldn't. I wouldn't lead with that aspect of that, that part of the story as well. Right, I right. Mean. It's just an interesting. Like I was like, oh yeah, and Amy Heckerling <laughs> forced a young Chris Kattan with like dangling his career in front of him. Yeah, and then he didn't really have a career much after anyway. Yeah, should he have even done Ninth Roxbury? Will Ferrell recovered. Yeah, Chris Kattan. What are we doing now? Well, he's back now. He's back. This memoir. We're feeling it. We're talking about him right now. Hell yeah. I like that. Yeah. He, he kind of researched a bit there when he had a, that car crash. Couple he had a of years. car crash? Yeah. I think he was kind of maybe kind of on, uh, under the influence in some way, crashed his car into a tree. <gasps> oh, wow. Do you remember that story? I no. know. Oh, I think, honestly, it might've been two years ago. It might've been seven years ago. It's like one of those <laughs> things. I, I like have truly, um, no, no idea. idea. No idea. But I do remember it being a thing and being like, kind of like, oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just We're slightly. definitely sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of sad. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, we're here with Katie Kershaw. Oh, yeah, hi. <laughs> this is Katie Kershaw. We've yet to introduce her. Oh yeah, um, we did ask we we did get Katie out, and then we just asked you all about your fake names <laughs> that you were gonna do, oh, and then yeah, never yeah, actually yeah. introduced your real name. Sorry. Full and real name, Katie Full. Kershaw. Mm-hmm. Became a member of SAG today. Um, <laughs> yeah. Came up in Chicago. Huge day. Are you <laughs> allowed kind of to publicize day. that, or is that a uh, that I'm a member of SAG. Yeah. SAG AFTRA. Yeah. Yeah, we can publicize it. And actually, yeah. it, this is kind of the first place Katie chose to share this news on our podcast, which mm. feels good. This yeah. is where the outlets that's, that's kind of breaking it. It feels good. <laughs> uh, Katie came up in Chicago. We, we we know she's she's toured with Second City. She's been on ETC stage. And most recently, no big deal, kind of as an aside, um, started in an Starred, we can say starred, right? I've been series regular. Series regular on an HBO show yeah. that just wrapped and will be out sometime in the next in the next calendar year, perhaps. Yeah, this fall. This fall. Mm. Yeah, fall of twenty nineteen. Yes, there <laughs> you go. What, to remember what year it is and when the year switches over. Um, <laughs> uh, a an HBO show, uh, Catherine Hans HBO show is kind of how it's described uh-huh. on the internet. Yes, that's because she's kind of the star of the she show. She is the star. She, she is Mrs. Fletcher. Yeah, yeah. So the show is Mrs. Fletcher. She plays Mrs. Fletcher. Damn. And you did you have a lot of scenes with Catherine? Ninety nine percent of my scenes are with Catherine. Oh, oh so cool. Yeah, I know. Ninety nine percent of the show is you and Catherine, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. it's just us. Even though there are two full episodes, I'm not in. Just close your eyes. Don't watch those. <laughs> Um, yeah, I play Catherine's employee at a uh, senior retirement home. And You're my- the events coordinator, is that yes. correct? Yeah, 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 um, And my character kind of actively dislikes senior citizens. <laughs> and so I've like, it, the character's like kind of gone through some stuff and for reasons you find out in the show has had to move back home. And that was kind of like the job she could get. 
And so now she's just there and like kind of filling her time by like fucking strangers and trying to survive and smoking a lot of weed. That's kind of what I do. Cool. I don't know what made it. So who knows what I'm doing. But you will see a lot of me that (gasps) I can't say. Oh, cool. Yeah. That feels kind of juicy. Yeah. It's a little juicy. Yeah. Yeah. Sex scenes. Wow. So if you have questions about those but you know yeah oh my god questions about sex scenes yeah with yes. uh who's the other with who um i mean it's in a book so i think i can say right it's in a oh, book what does that not, mean yeah. it's, it, it's 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 in the book. book yeah yeah oh i still don't know oh what well, oh yes i'll just say yes <laughs> like what the sex scene i have the broadway musical book uh <laughs> Steph just asked me about who was in the sex scene. I went, can I say? And then I said, it's in the book. Meaning it's publicized somewhere. Yes. It's it's like you could buy the book and you can read the scene. Oh, you can buy the script of it's the based show. On, it's based, based on a book. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. The show? Okay. Honestly. Hold on. Everyone, be chill. I did not know Mrs. Fletcher was based on an actual book like that you could yeah, get in a library. Mrs. Fletcher. Well, interesting. I mean, Written by the man named Tom Parada. The man named Tom Parada. The man named Tom Parada, who wrote Le- The Leftovers. You oh, wrote, my God. Uh-huh, it's Wait. nothing like The Leftovers. He wrote Little Children, Election, The Ooh. Abstinence Teacher. Yeah. Oh, oh, he wrote the show The Leftovers, not the ser- not the Christian series. The lef- I'm getting left confused. Behind. I'm getting confused. <laughs> I was like, what kind of show are you on? What happened at sailing camp that really... <laughs> I was underwater for 25 minutes, no oxygen. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I have a sex scene with Catherine Hahn and also with a young man named Owen Teague. Owen Teague, wow. Uh, he's in the new It. I never watched it, but like the remake that happened because sure, I can't sure. watch scary movies. I told him to write down all the time that there are like jump scares and so I could see him in it. And he was like, that's dramatic, but sure. <laughs> and he did it for No, you? he hasn't. But oh. I think if I bugged him enough, but he's also like a busy Hollywood actor and I'm just like, what am I? I'm just chilling. No one knows who I am. But well, uh, that's all going to change in fall of 2019. Who knows? But yeah. So uh, yeah. Any questions about sex scenes? Or yeah. So they're with Catherine and Owen. I'm a huge fan of you, and I'm a huge fan of Catherine. So I feel like I'll enjoy Thanks. the sex scene. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I gotta think they're incredibly. I would be here. Would be my main concern in a sex scene. Oh no, my face is red. I'm embarrassed the whole time. Uh, uh, is that not a concern? I was talking to the director like the next, not that day, but I think like a couple of days later and uh, they were like, everyone was saying like, oh, the scene was so beautiful. Like it went really well. Like, you know, we were all so happy with how it went. And mind you, like when you do a scene like that, it's a totally close set, which normally the set will have like 80 people. And now the set would be down to the bare minimum of like maybe 10. Whoa. Okay. Oh, wow. And even probably fewer than that actually watching monitors to see the scene um so sh- i looked at her like the next day and i was like i feel like my face was just like kind of like slack jolly yokel the whole time because <laughs> i was like was i doing like and she was like your face was not doing that i was like i swear to god it was um i have no idea what my face was doing i in my body it was so weird like and i was talking to people who have done these scenes before you kind of feel nothing yeah but your hands are sweaty and like Uh-oh. my hands are sweaty my mouth was dry but you're like it's so rehearsed it's so safe 
We had an intimacy coordinator who like uh, rehearsed with us. Intimacy coordinator. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. And it's new. HBO is the first network to have require one on every show that has nudity. (gasps) Cool. Yeah. So she respected, made sure she had everyone's nudity writer, exactly what we were willing to do. As soon as it was cut, there were robes immediately thrown on us. Um, We rehearsed the scene. She also like would be like, you know what? I feel like this plays to the male gaze a bit too much. Do we want to think about how this looks and how it pertains to this like very female driven show? (gasps) So we think about that. Cool thing. Yeah. And then also just kind of like how you think of like a stunt choreographer, fight choreographer. Like we were rehearsing a scene and Catherine and I, or like a move essentially. Catherine and I thought it felt very intimate and she was like, well, actually if you move a little bit, then I'll open you up and that's just like a better angle and that will actually look more intimate i don't know like oh interesting she was just really good and like Catherine is phenomenal and such a pro and has done those scenes before so really and owen is the most respectful young man i've ever met so like wow yeah i was like this kind of like this comedy doof that like somehow (laughs) tricked her way into this situation it was like not the day to do bits not the day to do bits and like it was like so hard for me not to like to just like try to you know when things are awkward you just yes, like start yes. rambling and trying to make jokes and not the place to do it <laughs> not with the intimacy coordinator no 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 you went with and she's phenomenal and she is very funny but you know that is a very serious job wow yeah that's so cool that she's there also that's cool that it, a moment i mean that feels real to film that like a moment would feel more intimate a certain way mm-hmm. but project is more intimate mm-hmm. like with in a different position yes yeah yeah, that's like oh whatever feels this feels like the most intimate thing but it's actually if you just like move this yeah yeah yeah. that also keeps it not real (laughs) in like a really nice way where you're like oh yeah this is choreography these are my friends these are my coworkers. we're in this very safe environment and we are truly acting like we are just portraying this like Mm. thing and this emotion yeah so I just cool. saw John Wick. So a lot of fight choreography in that. Oh, so yeah. making that connection, which actually I'd never realized before, it is just choreography. It's just choreography, oh. yeah. That's all it is. John Wick, can we talk about how Keanu is like he's having such a moment? Everyone yeah. is loving him. Yeah. When I was on set for my show, if like certain celebrities came up, you know, you could tell how people would like feel about them. And I was like oh. there for the gossip, which there really wasn't any. I was just like so hungry for it because I was like, <laughs> am I in Hollywood now? Um, but if Keanu came up, people just like spoke out, spoke about him with such reverence. They're like, oh, God, he's just the best guy in the world. Really? Um, yes. He has the best reputation in Hollywood. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He's like Loki, keeps to himself. He like yeah he's just pretty tragic history oh my god Mm -hmm. yes so sad yeah do you know we all know the story yeah everybody we don't even need to say it anyways he had his wife partner wife maybe Uh, i don't think they were married they're had a miscarriage or stillborn maybe or born and then die you come and then like six months later she she died died in a car crash yeah and he'll never live again (laughs) so so it was cool being on set. <laughs> uh, That's cool. Did you guys film here? Yeah. In- yeah, we filmed actually oh. in Greenpoint. Yeah. Dang. In an upstate. Yeah. Oh, cool. In a former like porn studio. Oh, whoa. It's what it started as. Like now it's just like a soundstage. But 
that would be like the did you know that's what this was we're like oh very cool this is crazy that's like half the storefront spaces in Times Square used to be porn theaters yes (laughs) and now it's like a Nokia store or something (laughs) or Nokia that's not even like there is there's no nokia's <laughs> but you know what I mean. there is a dyson store have you been <gasps> the vacuum no, I yes haven't. my sister, i want one of those really badly yeah my sister and brother-in-law were visiting me actually it happened that they visited me like the week where i was doing the sex scene and i was like any other week any other uh. week <laughs> i feel so strange and feel all of them and then i did it, i was like it's okay um but they were like walking around Times square and I was working and it started raining and they're like, oh, we'll just go into this Dyson store and wait out the storm. And they could not shut up about the Dyson store. They <laughs> said it was so fucking cool. There were people like doing demos with hair dryers who were like, how do, how do they dry their hair that fast? And it looks so good. And like all of these just like Dyson products. I forgot that they did hair dryers. I want a Dyson vacuum to be clear. Yes. Because people say that's like the most amazing vacuum, but they're like very expensive. I don't understand how the fans work. They're the just fans. circles. Like you can get the Dyson fans that are just. Oh, it's just like a ball? Yeah. And that's a fan that'll cool your room. Yeah. It yeah. It must have some sort of force field. <laughs> I can only imagine there's a force field involved. A force field. Some sort of British science we don't know about yet. Fucked up British science <laughs> happening again. <laughs> we have NASA, they have vacuums. I think it's a fair. Oh, wait, trade. Dyson is a British company. Yeah, that guy's British. Didn't know that. That's the guy, the real guy in the commercials. Haven't seen the commercial for Dyson. Ever? I don't think I have. I came to know them via a friend. One of your five friends. One of my five friends that replaced the internet for friends. me five, twelve years ago. <laughs> um, I I know I've seen a Dyson commercial. But really pulling up blank right now with what the guy looks like. Actually, I got to be honest. I think it's weird that I know exactly what it like. I can visualize him in my head. Is he kind of one of your hall passes or something? <laughs> Paul, can you confirm? The Dyson, Mr. Dyson he, himself. He's an attractive, older, like, uh, British man. He's got mm-hmm. gray hair, but he like. Is he built? Very, could he be the no, next doctor? he's like very slim kind of he oh. you know doesn't look too different from peter capaldi one of the doctors <laughs> one of the oldest doctors the oldest doctor right maybe Ooh. all the yeah maybe all the since the reboot 80s doctors were old but maybe not actually as old as he was yeah i think he's the oldest for the reboot mm. and then yeah. the doctors were getting it felt like they were getting younger and younger and then they yeah. brought them in to be like this is who we are why do i know so much about doctor who <laughs> clearly <laughs> the relationship i saw six episodes <laughs> you know oh. take me back to 2010 when i was just <laughs> sitting on a couch that was probably found in an alleyway well he was in his 30s yeah and he had been through a divorce. And he had been through a divorce. And I what hope he's he, listening. What did he do? <laughs> what did he do for a living? He was in college. Oh, you. Yeah. He was going back to school. He was going, I think, to school. Okay, sure. For the first time. Honestly, no shame. Oh, no shame. Like, he has, like, he's doing extremely well. I'm proud of him. I'm happy for him. There's an occasional check-in. Oh, that's actually um, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like, even to call it a relationship is generous. Like, it was just like a very <laughs> nice time that we hung out for an, a, a I while. I love that. I had a very nice time. We had a very nice time. But he had a cat, and I'm deathly allergic. And that's when I wasn't respecting me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would just, like, 
just pound Zyrtec and be like, this is great. Yeah. Glad I'm talking about him. I haven't thought about him in a while. (laughs) But if Doctor Who comes up, he's right there. there. (laughs) That's my man. I think of my mom when somebody says Doctor Who. So that's funny. Yeah. Well, just because I think she probably likes that show or maybe does like that show. But you're not sure. Uh, unsure but it's right up her alley you know what i mean it is up my mom's alley too but i don't think she watches them yeah i think maybe i should one time my dad told me that um he doesn't like any movie or tv show that involves time travel what (laughs) (laughs) he said if if the times change in a movie he doesn't like it so he hated uh hot tub Time machine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he saw it, but yeah, or he, any like Harold show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he might have seen like one Harold show and probably was like, uh, "Yeah, I think my parents did see one, or no, they saw my five Bs, I think." Oh, and we're just nice. like, um, "Oh, good for you." Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good. 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 So much, do you wait do you remember the show my mom always used to watch it when i was growing up and it was where the guy and i can't remember his name but he would just jump back and forth quantum leap yes mm-hmm. my mom loved that show so i would say my mom is the total opposite of the, your dad in that any show that has time travel well that's a weird thing i think for. my dad is inaccurate with that statement because he they would always watch cold case which is like a crime solving show where they would solve cold cases um, it was like on CBS. So it was huh. one of those so shows. So the title was pretty on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and they would always solve, they would always have scenes from like the original era that it took place in. And then oh, my mom the, loved that show. At the end of yes. the episode, the original like murder victim uh-huh. would like appear as a ghost and like wave to the detectives <laughs> to be yes. like thank yes. you i watched an episode <laughs> oh of this my God, with my that- mom and it was like back in the 1950s and i just remember this like ghost of a woman like <laughs> like waving like <laughs> thank you for solving it i've really been waiting around thank you so much oh and the, it being like now she can go on to the next thing or she i don't know if that things? i could be putting that narrative oh. on, on it <laughs> I really, yeah. I just remember that aspect of him being like, what? <laughs> yeah, your dad is lying on himself. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. we also used to watch Stargate. Was he just trying to get out of one particular I show? I think or probably. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't like it. You know, the thing I don't like is time travel. <laughs> I'm not getting near it. <laughs> Unbelievable. I like it when people make bold assertions about themselves. And that's cool. I feel like for your dad, that's powerful. He also told me his favorite song was Kung Fu Fighting. <laughs> for real? <laughs> Which I, again, I don't think is true, but that he was very like, I think that's my favorite song, Kung Fu Fighting. <laughs> oh my God. My dad went through a strong Dido phase. <laughs> cool. He was, he was cool. I mean, cool. that just means yeah, like my he's dad listening was, to new stuff. Oh, my dad was so cool. He loved like, no, I remember him like forcing tragic kingdom no doubt album on me great force when it was like coming out he was like no this is what you need mm. you need it's like empowering like no he was you're about to hit some changes you oh, oh and i was and i was like <laughs> no um and dad was so he was accurate he was a good man he was a good music guy yeah yeah similarly my dad pushed erica badu on me no no not erica badu sorry I'm not the average girl from your video. I can't sing. Can you guys help me with this? Maybe it was it's, Erica Badu. Uh, India Ari. India Ari pushed 
her on me hard. She's great. Yeah. But uh, because of my dad, I came to know her. That's beautiful. Yeah. Great. And great. And honestly, I think we're due for another album from her. If, she, if you're listening. Oh, yeah. I don't know what she's been up to. But it's, it's good songs. Anyways. That's yeah. Good, good music. And, and, and your dad. <laughs> and your dad brought Kung Fu fighting to you, which is important. <laughs> Very important. That he had that moment with you. <laughs> gorgeous. 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 Um, so on this podcast, we do talk about <laughs> what we've learned recently. Yes. That's kind of the caveat. That's kind of the, mm-hmm. kind of the hook. And we get into that early and we stay there, as you can tell from kind of how this has gone. Mm-hmm. JK 5,000, we kind of, we do meander <laughs> and we kind of eventually maybe do get to it. But, um, oftentimes we do make our guests go first. Okay. Which feels bad, like a bad practice. I don't mind. Um, but if you happen to have anything that you've learned recently and that you want to share with us, we'd love to hear it. Okay, great. So I had like two ideas and one I was like, that isn't enough to talk about. But I will just mention briefly <laughs> that I recently kind of discovered that I'm a last name person that people will refer to me as Kershaw. Mm. And they never I rarely hear it to my face. Mm. but I will hear or like be like, Oh yeah, I was saying like, Oh, Kershaw's coming over to my house later. Katie, do you want something to drink? And I'm like, <gasps> what? So I've noticed recently that I'm a last name person and I didn't know I was a last name person, but I think I've got a strong last name and a fucking way too common first name. Mm. And that might be, I think that's, the, that's why I was like, whatever. That's the combo to become a last name person. Yeah. Weak first, strong last. <laughs> That is what I got. We were, yeah. I and feel like, Steph, I feel like you and I can both probably weigh in here with similar experiences. Yeah. Well, because I played sports growing up. So last names for a lot of people is pretty common. But also mm-hmm. in college, uh, my best friend in college was also named Stephanie. Mm-hmm. And so people would just call me Cook and her Steph. Or oh, sometimes. That's by so strange. Her, but yeah, it was like. strange. Or, or they would uh, sometimes buy her, but her last name was longer than mine. And so it was like, oh, Cook is like as brief as stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, that's fine with me yeah. to just be Cook. So there you, go. there you go. And also some people still like Reynolds calls me Cook and I call him Reynolds. So yeah, everyone does. So yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a strong last name person. Yeah. Interesting. I'm assuming we're talking about. I assume we're talking about John. Reynolds. John Reynolds. Yeah. You just sound like you were starting a closing argument in a case. <laughs> Interesting. No. <laughs> what uh, the actually, defense has been trying to show you? Can I say that actually made me think? Just a quick pop out to go back. Interesting trend now of Chicago comedy people getting onto a show and having a sex scene. Having. Oh, does John a, have one? Uh, here's what who I'm thinking: Katie Kershaw, me, John Reynolds. The only yeah. episode I saw of um, Search Party, which I will watch more of, it's I great. It's good, yeah. Um, but was the first episode where I think, I think it's the first episode wherein John has a kind of an intimate, kind of awkward sex scene mm-hmm. with his partner, mm-hmm. Ad Bryant. Yes, kind mm. of famous sex scene in Trill, and I think there's one more. Oh, Emily. Um, Walker. Walker. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Adi and I, same director for those sex. Like, that's oh, uh, nice. the woman who directed that episode, directed the one that I do with sex. You know. And what that means, what I'm getting from that yeah. is that Chicago trains people not only to be funny, but to be incredible Sexy. actors. <laughs> and they can do the real. And they to can really do the drama. 
are willing to do anything for money. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have a very clear price tag. And I know that now. And that's fine. Yeah, after years of getting paid nothing at all. And the price tag is... I, I mean, I've not done a sex scene, but I could speak mar- for myself. It would not be a million dollars. It would be, well, this or a day job. This. <laughs> I mean, truly, they paid me too much for that. They did not know how cheaply they could have gotten me for that scene. Like, truly, like, I was like, sure, cool, whatever. I guess that much. Jesus. Like, who, I will I will fuck a thing on screen. I don't care. Um, HBO, I love you. Please don't listen to this. And, and you have nothing to worry about. You have nothing we do, to worry about. We they do have a big not. HBO following. You do have that so. huge uh, HBO following. Uh, uh, no. But wait, what were we just talking about? Oh, being a last name person? Oh, last name person. Stri- I feel like people You're call you Strickland, and I'm always, I call you Megan in my mind because I don't know. I know other Megans, but not like I don't see them as often. Right. So you're a Megan to me, but when other people call you Strickland, I'm like, oh yeah, you I are. Know who that is? You're a first and last for me. Yeah. 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 Megan Strickland. Okay. Honestly, actually, that I think is also a type that we have to talk. I think about. honestly, yeah. you are for me as well. You're Katie Kershaw. I'm a for I'm a first and last. I think for a decent amount. It's the alliteration. Yeah. It's easy. It's nice. Yeah. But yeah. I also worried because I I at some point in my life I think I noticed I was a first and last sometimes mm-hmm. you know people make a struggling instead of just Megan or the last name and I you can get in your head about that because I the people I knew growing up that were first and last <laughs> they were kind of like archetypes in the school you know it was okay. like okay we we all know this girl and and I'm not going to use her real name because God forbid but her name was you know Jessica Purple or something her name <laughs> she's never going to hear this. <laughs> Wait, it is you such went, a common you name. Went, you went with a an analogous name. <laughs> I wanted something that would like communicate it. Ah. But, but it's because she was kind of like, you know, a little bit of like a not not the number one nicest person and kind of like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's like, I'm like, oh, okay. So people that are referred to our first net are kind of like, they're kind of like these kind of archetypes mm-hmm. that aren't seen as real people. They're seen as kind of, oh, that's. And so I, I'm always a little bit apprehensive when you when you notice the first and last being used with mm-hmm. you. But I think that's maybe kind of a false alarm because I think truly, like with you, Katie Kershaw, it's like Katie, so common, mm-hmm. plus the alliteration equals easiest to refer to you as a Katie Kershaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's an easy... It's an easy yeah. first and last. And it's like, it's nice. It rolls off the tongue. We'd like Thank to say you. that. Thank you. Thank you. So no concern there. Yeah. I yeah. will say people, when people say um oh megan strickland that bitch like so (laughs) it is like that does go after it often (laughs) oh yeah and that that's a different thing that's fine like (laughs) no but okay but i a lot of people in chicago called me strickland which i actually loved because i love strickland it feels Mm -hmm. unique and different i wish my first name was strickland i actually Mm -hmm. truly do like wish that was my first well when you join sag when you join sag your own decision strickland strickland it is i'll name one of my kids strickland i think but then i'm gonna keep my name so i'll be like why is it i feel the same way about kershaw because wouldn't it be cool to have a little dude running around named kershaw yes yeah that's such a good name it's a great name wait are you related to clayton kershaw oh my god i do get that on occasion and absolutely not (laughs) and who's maybe i mean i've not done my genealogy but right he's a baseball pitcher yeah oh four uh ooh, the dodgers still with the dodgers or he was last season yeah because he like so i would have to 
go to LA for work and they like get you people that'll like have be holding your name when you when you go out. Yeah, and we don't know about this stuff. Sounds but, cool. Oh, well. They're holding, they're like, they have a card yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, But it's a, normally an older man who's asleep, like holding a card. But it said Kershaw. And this was like during <gasps> the playoffs. And oh, well. people were like clamoring to him, oh, thinking it was going to be clean. And then me in like pajamas <laughs> and like a big backpack are like, that's for me. Like, and people would be like, uh, who is this? Is this like his homeless sister? Um, <laughs> So yeah, not related to him, not related to the country singer Sammy Kershaw from oh, the yeah. late 80s, early 90s, even though I did say that a lot in kindergarten and nobody cared. Because <laughs> I think my dad was like, tell people you're related to Sammy Kershaw. And so I would. And they were like, I'm five. And they would not know. know. I, won't, I, I didn't know. I was just my dad. Like he was into pranks. So he and just like being stupid. So he would just do that. No oh. doubt in telling people that he's related to Sam Kershaw. That was kind of his thing, I guess. What a kind of what great things to inherit. Enthusiasm right? for pranks and no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need. Ultimately, a good parent. Um, yeah. Wait, Kershaw. You were Strickland. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't. Did I? That's all. Oh, That's all. Oh, oh, but oh, no, I was just going to say in New York people are calling me Megan and I'm like oh, okay I guess this is what New York is but I kind of miss being called Strickland but it's like you can't make people call you by your oh yeah it's hard to force like in college I was hanging out with some of my college friends earlier today and they call me and know me by the nickname Cha-Cha <laughs> That's like, awesome. Yeah. So when I, that's like my email address. <laughs> and when I was coming here, my friend sent me a video of her son saying, good night, cha-cha. Like, it's Aww. very cute. So that's like, I also can't force that on people. Like, I can't, can't move to Chicago and be like, <laughs> yeah, Call me I go cha-cha. by cha-cha. Like, that's <laughs> not okay. Yes. It's, it's a tale as old as time. Rule as old as rule. Yes. You can't choose your own Yeah. Nickname. And growing up, I was called KK for so long. Like, mm. rarely called my, my name. And I call me by my name. Uh, it's actually about me. Um, but no, yeah, like I never get my name. And so sometimes people call me Kate or Katie and I'll have people be like, you need to decide mm. which one are you? And I was like, oh, I don't care. It's a letter. I don't really care. Like, no, no, no. I know you care. <laughs> there was a guy on an uh, like one of my first Herald teams and he and I were taking the bus home and he was like, you know, my girlfriend and I were talking the other night, and you're definitely a Kate. You're not a Katie. You know that, right? Whoa. <laughs> deciding for you. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Yes. That's insane. Like, That's uh, an attack. Yeah, because I think he was referring to, like, Katie, the name Katie being a little low rent. Mm. Mm. Or Kate B- does tend to be, like, a power name yeah. I think more than Katie. Kate and more like... of an adult, I think, too. Um, like, I don't know many adult Katies. Yeah, until our generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're fucking everywhere. Yeah. Same, same with Megan. Yeah. Like, not that that's like an adult or it's more of like kind of, I don't know if it's adult or not adult, but they're just that there's like no Megans before us kind of. And now uh, with us. There's never been a Megan before. There's never other, been a Megan. Other than no, but, Ireland where they have like 15, the worst 000. names. <laughs> but our generation. But truly Siobhan, like. Siobhan, what are we doing there? Oh. Sioban. I love Sioban. I have a cousin that spells it S I O B H A N. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's wild. Mm-hmm. But now they're they're actually are like well mm-hmm. you guys all know every other person I meet is a Megan. But but yes. I think I think just like a one year up two years up it's there's not 
My parents swear no one was named Megan. And then really? in 1986, everybody was named Megan. That was, was the year it started. The year 10 years before my birth in 1996. Uh. <laughs> 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 no, but... That got me good. I tell you what. That's nice. Or maybe that's just a lie. They say to, to help them feel like they were being original. But Yeah. Well, I'm not a Catherine. I'm just Katie because my mom was like, why will I, why would I name you Catherine if I never want to call you that? That's it's, way better. Yeah. But the people always say, are you just Katie? Yes. And they go, is it Catherine or Caitlin, Katrina? And I'm like, nah, it's just Katie. And I would always get pissed in school when like kids who were named Catherine would get to be the Katie in class. Oh, yeah. When there were multiple. And I'm like, that's my actual name. <laughs> it's on. It's now on my SAG-AFTRA. And it was on my birth certificate. It's still on my birth certificate. <laughs> like, how is this happening? It would make me so... That's the only time I've cared about my name. Truly <laughs> don't really care. But that was like, just let me have it. You have other names. Like, that's fucked up. Our my high school physics teacher would give everyone nicknames why uh i don't know because he was weird but he would uh my nickname in high school was johnny five <laughs> in, johnny in his five? class because the uh johnny five is the robot from weird science and yeah. the main female character in it is named stephanie <laughs> so that's how he associated my name and I bet in his head, like that journey took two seconds. He was like, Johnny yeah. Five. And I had no, I was like, <laughs> clear as day. I had no idea why it was Johnny Five <laughs> until like, I think maybe I asked someone one day and they were like, oh, I think maybe this is why. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> he was so weird. God. That's cool. And then I took AP physics because I liked <gasps> his class. They didn't even offer AP physics at my. Well. Oh, I I'm sure they offered it, and I didn't get near it. <laughs> Not I took chemistry, and was I bragged about the fact that I took chemistry. I was like, did the you required know I, like, class for sophomore? Yes. Oh, I took it. <laughs> Truly, I was like, I'm kind of late for chemistry right now, and uh, it's advanced. And I was like, well, yeah, they just call it that. Like, it's really nothing. And I like my teacher was married to another teacher. But she used to be his student. <gasps> same. What? Uh, same. Same for your chemistry teacher? No, but the, there was a teacher in my school that had married a student. Yeah. That wow. is crazy. Yeah. That that happened. Yeah. And that, that happens and happens. I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I, it's not like they started dating when it was teacher-student. They, it was later. Maybe. <laughs> I'm assuming. He's also a teacher that had his PhD, so really we had to call him Doc and not oh. Mr. What are okay. we doing? What are we? I and just he was remember in a high school? Yes, 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 yes. I mean maybe that's normal, but I don't I don't know. But I just remember looking at those like chemistry textbooks and being like, This is gobbledygook. Yes. I don't understand. I'm like I am genuinely stupid. So I was like just looking at it like I don't same even know where this goes <laughs> this goes it goes in your locker and it stays there all year thank you and until don't I, take go, it I have to go to chemistry <laughs> <laughs> oh it's when i took trig again required i was like i have trigonometry <laughs> and we were like okay i dropped we all have it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no i dropped out of it for the first semester i like remember going to my counselor and be like do i have to do this any longer and he was like no and i was like thank you damn that's cool never looked back 
that is and you went to high school in kentucky, kentucky. yeah kentucky hey we're all kind of went to high Southern. school in the south yeah where did you go to high school in south carolina okay okay yeah not i mean that's so for sure the south for for sure the south mm-hmm. but it's interesting hearing other people talk about their high school experiences because i'm like oh i don't think i went to you know other people I, I don't know it was fine i got i i loved it had a great time i mean i didn't love it <laughs> who am i what am honestly want to go back <laughs> um but like you know other people that are like oh yeah like they offered four ap classes at my school which i thought was a lot like i was like dang that's a lot uh-huh. other people are like every class i took my junior and senior year was like an ap class or something but it just seems uh-huh. like these are like elite institutions that they went to in a way that my yeah. mine was maybe not my high school offered a lot of ap classes i only took two i took ap government ap language composition or something Ooh. like that um it wasn't the lit class i know that um but my hometown which is like a teeny tiny town i think they offer like two maybe yeah. two maybe maybe a couple more than that ap classes and it's very like small town south yeah hmm. yeah where i went to high school was a little bit bigger did you move or did you just like go to a slightly bigger school or i something? moved when i was in eighth grade i just decided without talking to anyone again how i was never homesick that i was gonna move in with my dad cool yeah because he went he lived in a bigger town he lived in lexington kentucky which was truly my new york city um (laughs) and i like that's where we went and had them all that's where i went to get school clothes every fall and spring (gasps) yes gotta get school clothes school clothes so get a brown shoe a black shoe something fun and we're ready to go (laughs) um so i just decided i like sent my dad because he was like uh uh i you know i loved my dad so much but he was for sure like a weekend dad. Yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. Um, and I just emailed him one night. And I was like, can I live with you? I would like to attend a high school in Lexington so I could pursue theater. Do you think I'd be able oh, to live with you? My God. And he was like, yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And so... I basically looked at my mom and was like, this is not personal. This is a business decision. I need to be legit. This is amazing. I was like, I, I have to do theater and I can't do it here. <gasps> it's what I want to do. Wow. So, That's so impressive. I mean, was she okay with that or was she, she like was, hurt? Kind she, of, or? You know, what I will say about my parents, my parents got a divorce when I was like five and I didn't realize it was messy until I was older. A they, testament to your parents. Yes, they were yeah. phenomenal about it. That's cool. Their families weren't, mm. but they shielded me a lot from it. So I would get, I was like, oh man, Granny really can't say my dad. Or like, my aunt is really pissed about mm. this. Or, you know, but they, to to me, my mom and dad were like, I think, I think he's great. I think she's great. We love you so much. And I was the only, their only kid. And uh, so it was just like, cool. And so I told my mom and she's like, that makes complete sense. It sounds like you've really thought about it. Um, I'm going to miss you so much, but you know, you'll be down in the summers and I think you really need to do this. Wow. So my dad drove down one day in his pickup truck (laughs) and packed me up. And you lived with him for all of high school. I lived with him for four years. Yeah. How far, how many hours from your mom? Two and a half, three. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So... 
Uh, and I would spend most of my summers there in, in my hometown, unless I was doing, you know, interning Summer at the local, <laughs> a local uh, shit, Lexington Shakespeare. Shakespeare. It was, it was. Lexington Shakespeare in the Park. Never performed at it. Like, truly pretty bad. But I was like, this is it. This is it. This That's is it. so cool that you I've knew. Made I, I I just was like, oh, I have to do this thing. I have to go do this. Uh, and I... I love that. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Did not go to a performing arts high school. There was one in town, but my dad didn't live. Like, I had missed the audition day, and he didn't live in that district. So I always knew I could audition, but he was like, just start at our, like, district high school, and then we can figure out if we need to transfer you, because this was all new to him, too. He was like, what am I doing now with a high schooler? Um, Because he was married and had stepkids, but they were much older than me. So it was, like, suddenly, like, now there's a kid. Um. But I started school and I had an amazing teacher for drama, Lisa Osterman, who like saved my life and was everything. She was absolutely everything to me. So I was like, there's no way I'm leaving. No way. And I was painfully serious. I read every book on theater, every book on acting. I was <laughs> hell yeah. I was so I was so bad. I was a kid that like Scott Nelson would bully because I was so into theater. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was bad. All of his impressions now are just of you in high school. <laughs> I mean, I the things I did. I remember doing a forty-five minute condensed version of Medea in high school in like an old factory in downtown Lexington, where we oh took my, my god. We took my homecoming dress and like shredded it. And I put like red highlights in and it had like acrylics that looked like fire. That sounds wow. awesome. It wasn't. <laughs> I can guarantee you it was very bad, but we were like, we're doing it. We're making art, you know? Wow. But in the meantime, I was like, I don't drink and I don't like, and I was like a goody two shoes oh, too. Like, oh yeah, I was such a loser, but it was great. But yeah. <sighs> God. And Steph's just playing softball. Yeah, I was playing <laughs> softball. I did a, a senior, this is senior year in my English class. I did make a half hour movie version of, um, I believe, Pride and Prejudice. Oh my God. It do, was, you see, do you have it? No, I don't know where it is. Like, Because no. it was on like one of those old video cameras that wasn't VHS, but wasn't like DV. Uh, which were the tiny little film oh, like uh, yeah. tapes. It was like in between and I like edit, I directed it and it was like <gasps> our group project, but I like wrote the script, directed it and then edited it. <gasps> and then I was like, Oh, certainly this is like so good. And then um, showing it in class, I was like, Oh my God, this is half an hour long. And it was like clear. Everyone was bored by like no. 10 minutes. And then oh, I was no. like, but we watched the whole thing. Oh, Steph, that's really cool. How many people were in it? Uh, it was probably like a group of eight to ten people, like eight people. So I think okay. there were like three groups in class, three or four groups. I had a fear that it was just you. Oh, no, no. <laughs> there were other people in it, but like they all acted in it. And then I like You're took it back? upon myself to write to adapt adapt pride and prejudice oh, how bold how bold the art oh Do it for the craft my god i'm just picturing you in a little baseball cap directing your classmates that is so cute i never learned I, all my cousins played softball mm. never learned we were a basketball in my like house Kentucky. like my, oh. yeah basketball only crazy 
they're crazy about basketball in Kentucky. Oh, you don't even know. I didn't think I liked or cared about it. And then I moved out of the state and I was like, what? And I am wearing a UNC shirt, which is insane. But it's my boyfriend's and it's clearly from, I think, 1970. It's brand new, folks. <laughs> it is truly like, it's good. He, I think he would die if he knew I like I decided to wear this out of the house. It's cool. But I, I was like, I'm going to wear it. It, um, looks, it looks very cool if you guys can't see it. You can, I don't think you can see Bartman it. It's a Bartman shirt. But that's the blue. But that's not you. Is that UNC? Like yeah, University UN- of North Carolina? Chapel Hill. Oh, I see it down there. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, yes, that is a... Wow, as a Kentucky person, I know this what is blasphemy. Fuck. But no, we yeah, I watch basketball all the time. My whole family played basketball. I was bad at it, and my mom told me a story that I did not remember. I was home just a couple weeks ago, and she was telling me the story. Do not remember that I was sitting on the bench talking to a friend, and the coach called me in. I was like, "No, no can you call somebody else? I'm talking." <laughs> <laughs> did not care. that's amazing truly and i took gymnastics and the same thing like every time it was like my turn i would look at my teacher named vernetta (laughs) and say i have to go to the bathroom and then i would go to the bathroom like probably just stand there and then go to the back of the line and be like so girls what's up (laughs) what's going on like i needed the stage (laughs) like i could not handle i'm chatting (laughs) yes you're like can you get somebody else i'm talking i remember being in gymnastics when i was a kid and like you know, lots of memories from gymnastics, but one specific memory is our little gymnastic. Our our gymnastics teacher was this guy named Steve. In retrospect, he's probably twenty one. He's probably eighteen. He's probably he could be seven. I don't know, but he was like definitely a full adult. I think he, our gymnastics guy was also named Steve when weird. I was in gymnastics. Maybe he was touring the country. <laughs> uh, he had a long commute, but he was getting all the kids. Vernetta was busy. <laughs> she sent out Steve. Vernetta, what a name! And we were like all asking him, little girls, for we we're all the. Ask him, our, oh, we were like giving him a hard time. You know how little girls can be mean to adults. Everyone. <laughs> I think we were just like messing with him and we're like, Steve, are you embarrassed? Or like, are you embarrassed, Steve? Or like, I don't think I was leading the charge on that. I just want to say, but that was like our question we were asking him. And then he said, oh, I'm not embarrassed. Adults actually don't get embarrassed. No. And I, and I was like, that line in that fucked. moment, I was like, oh hell yes i can't wait to be an adult (laughs) i I, I was like i'm embarrassed constantly adulthood will finally be some relief from Mm. the constant embarrassment and still waiting still waiting for that he lied it was a lie but it stuck man did it stick my mom told me this story because i did gymnastics when i was like four and five and then once you get a little older than that you can go into like a track that's a bit more competitive right, right. like where like maybe you'll mm-hmm. go to the Olympics. go to eventually and so they were like oh like maybe you should think about like having stephanie do this and i was like oh, okay we'll think about it and then uh we were at gymnastics one one day and my mom overheard um one of the coaches in that track talking to she said this girl was maybe like eight or nine mm-hmm. maybe ten at the oldest and he was like, and what'd you have for dinner last night? <gasps> and she was like, oh, I had a salad. And he's like, did you have dressing on the salad? <gasps> and he was like, uh, the girl was like, yeah, there was some dressing on it. And he's like, we talked about dressing. You're not allowed to have dressing on your salad. And my mom immediately was like, nope. <laughs> and oh, I'm removing nope, my daughter from this. the premises. Yeah, never, ever again. Oh, <laughs> I crazy. 
for sure probably shouldn't talk about it on here but i watched the gymnastics documentary on oh, HBO. Larry Nassar? the larry nasser one Oof. oh i was like having a night last night and i was like i want to watch this i'm yeah. going to watch this i watched it while doing a foot mask mm. and so i couldn't really <laughs> you were trapped <laughs> I, I couldn't move i mean i was just like <laughs> i could have easily changed it but i felt i was like i am being held captive <laughs> And I need to watch it. You know, it That's is the way you're supposed to watch it. Honest good. to God. Yes. It's so good. It's so insightful and so many things I didn't know. And really just like looking at the entire gymnastics, USA Gymnastics, like corporation. And like, it does feel like a corporation, not an organization. Mm-hmm. Um, all of Ooh. that. And then after that was done, I was like, Oof, boy, I drank some CBD seltzer and started <laughs> watching the Game of Thrones documentary. And I was like, why do these people care about this? It doesn't matter. <laughs> there were little girls like truly just like watching this like disgusting like. Uh, it, but that is like a fine documentary. You, oh, God. Yes. There's so many. I mean, that's what's scary. It's like, OK, we all did gymnastics as a kid. Mm-hmm. My mom was like. That similar story growing up where like they came and they're like okay we can set which they must have given to i think every parent yeah everyone. we can send your daughter to live with the family in michigan she can start the pre-olympic train or whatever wow. and my parents were just like absolutely not like and thank god because mm-hmm. it just feels like it feels like as a small like i look back on being a girl child a a what, what do we call that a young lady a woman child what do we call that a little, girl you can say little girl I think yeah. it's just <laughs> an like, adolescent an girl adolescent. well it just seems like there's so many po- like it, it, it's a miracle that and not all of us did and certainly we've all had bad experiences but to come out largely unscathed from a childhood where it seems like there's predators in retrospect lurking around every corner absolutely every corner it's yeah. a miracle it's like how did it you know you hear so many awful stories and you're like thank god yeah i mean it's i wouldn't wish being like a teenage adolescent girl on anybody (sighs) because your body is doing everything wrong suddenly like i remember like getting boobs and suddenly like shirts i would wear my mom would just like tug them up and and then she would try to be like it's not your fault you didn't do anything but i don't want you to be looked at like that and so like her balance of trying not to shame me while also being like, if you don't like, there are gross people and yeah. gross men just because you like have these things. <laughs> it honestly no. rules. I'm glad I brought it up. Actually, no. <laughs> actually that is like a cool thing. It's like, I think as a little person, you don't really realize mm-hmm. I have boobs and people are looking at them. You oh, don't fully- I realized, but I, but not because I thought, gross people look at them i thought anyone will notice my body is different oh. so i would wear like baggier shirts or like pull my shirts always out the pull wait yeah. I, I, I relate to that too because i oh god what is the reality because i remember being like please your god don't let me get boobs yeah and if i have them i don't want them you know like yeah. it was like please please no 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 yeah, I, I got I developed pretty early and for those at home I am curvy. <laughs> um so like growing up like a fat kid in eastern Kentucky, like and I mean that is like a thick region, I would say, but <laughs> it was just it's brutal. It's brutal. Uh, but I have always I, I times I'm like, is this a disorder? I do not care what my body's doing at any any given time. I, like, I think I, I have really, the same disorder. I don't like anybody's looking at me like clearly wearing a shirt full of holes and just like, this is chill. Like, I don't 
I just don't like when I have so many friends that like have very legitimate and I know they're very real feelings about themselves in bathing suits. And I'm like, why? Yeah. I don't have time. Yeah. That, damn. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I am a woman. <laughs> but no, I don't know. I, at times I'm like, I think I probably should have more shame. But I, yeah, I don't Wrong. know. I just never paid attention to it. So that's when my that's mom would see parents. like gross men and what. Yes, my parents were, they did a good job. They were. laid back like but yeah. like there was never pressure on me to like make a good grade <laughs> <laughs> honestly and that's maybe, probably good too. maybe i should oh a horrible student horrible horrible student but always. i love how you said make a good grade that just like actually implied that you like never probably did <laughs> i oh, they never made me make a good grade <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> like, i did i did well obviously in drama um like i did that but oh, i would clearly chemistry if i bragged about going to a required class <laughs> <laughs> I probably was not smart, but all of my friends were super smart and I hung with the smart kids, even though like I couldn't read until I was like fucking 36 and I'm not even that old yet, but I was just kind of stupid, but I would come home and I would have like a C in school and my dad would be like, do, do you deserve this grade? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, great. I can't be mad at that. You deserve that. That's the work that you did. That's what happened. And we just need to do better. Wow. Yeah. That's Damn. Really great. Great. Honestly, parenting, that seems like good parenting. I mean, yeah, he, he was, he, he excelled in certain places in that. And my mom was the same way. It was just like, do, do you think that you deserve that? And if I, if I had been like, no, that teacher like cheated me or like they didn't explain it well or blah, blah, blah. Then they would be like, great. Then we need to go talk to that teacher. But that like never actually happens. Yeah. Most of the time you just don't get it and you don't get it. Yeah. And you move on and you find the things you get and who cares? You find the things you get and who cares? I like that. Thank you. I do like that. that feels like I, I actually, it feels like there's so much time that you spend in like childhood and young adulthood, just like trying to learn and be good at stuff that you have no interest in. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I wish I would have had like the confidence or like the forward thinkingness to just be like, here's what I like and focus on that. And I don't need to like do all of these other things good just because I'm supposed to or something. Right, right. It does feel like a lot of wasted time. On that note, what did you learn, Steph? Yep. Sorry. Um, well, this wasn't this week, but I have learned recently. Um, <laughs> you don't have to like, you don't have to tell us that oh, okay um, we, i'll believe that it was today <laughs> cool um so apparently uh there it's like i guess in the fishing community there's like oh a huge so there's a huge like underground um thieving market of like rare bird skins oh my god and the uh, the way you make money from that market is selling them to fishermen f so they can make like rare lures with them. What? And I don't know. They're like, oh, I guess if you want to catch like a specific fish, this interesting color with this interesting color, 
like is really attracts this type of fish but it, i think it's also a status thing where yeah, it's because like you could just paint right where right. it's like oh i just have this like bird that's been extinct for 50 years <laughs> and yeah so that that's uh but here's a question about lures mm-hmm. if you use them are they one use sort of things no okay so the fish can kind of bite them but you can get it back right but if you're like a huge uh fisherman you have and and i guess i mean like river fishermen not like people on fishing boats so like river fishermen um you have like hundreds of lures wow whoa you just have like one for every single different occasion where it's like actually if the water's like this cold i'm gonna use this lure because the fish will be in this type of mood or whatever how interesting whoa do you fish no I've never <laughs> never oh wait actually wait once in a swimming bowl um <laughs> was it stocked <laughs> yes it had fi- it was like the like city swimming pool in the winter they would like uh for one day wait what it and put fish in it and then all the kids would come and go fishing in it they would put fish in the chlorinated pool no no <laughs> they would, they put, like i think it put like plain water in it plain water yeah plain water like the sauna or something. Yeah, yeah yeah and then um <laughs> and i had like a snoopy fishing pole that i used oh. to go fishing <laughs> for the one day the town gets to fish <laughs> and then one time my friend and i my friend t- lived <laughs> right Sorry. by a golf course and we took one of her dad's fishing poles and then we took raw bacon because mm. there was like a, a creek and then like a little a toxic pond. creek if it was by a golf I mean, course probably it was like disgusting but there was like a pond that had a couple of fish in it one was like this huge fish <gasps> and so we were like oh let's try to catch this fish we didn't catch it but we did catch a fish and then both of us were two we we're like 10 year old girls and we we're like too scared to touch it and like take Get the hook out of it so oh we just God. like took it back to her, her house and put it, it in her in her bathtub no Aww. with the hook still in its mouth yeah did it die yeah how long did it take to die i don't know you tortured that fish <laughs> <laughs> think about that fish's experience he's in a pond he's kind of chilling he's like a big fish friend As he like, wanted some bacon i love bacon <laughs> he ate it got taken away how big was the fish like this big oh okay for for you folks at home steph is holding her arms as wide as she possibly can (laughs) (laughs) sort of in a how much does jesus love you stance (laughs) Uh, wow that's insane yeah so how much do these things cost these lures how did you come upon uh, come upon this information that's a two-parter there's a book that i I've read like half the book. I haven't read the whole book yet. I but, don't think um, you need to finish it. But because <laughs> the book is mainly about this one big heist that this guy, this guy was like a classical pianist and he like did a concert in London and then he took the train like an hour north of London. There's some rare bird museum there. or It's like a natural history museum that like this old rich guy founded because he loved rare birds basically. But he also liked any sort of whatever animal so in the 1800s there were a lot of people explorers that would go to different parts of the world and then get uh birds rare birds that weren't in england and uh like darwin was uh actually like kind of associated with all these people oh my goodness um and so this uh 
but yeah like especially like brazil and then like in kind of near um australia and tasmania and stuff and uh, all the indonesian islands and stuff uh they would just get these rare birds and then skin them and uh take them back and so there's some museum like north of london that has all of these rare bird skins and this guy this pianist um broke in and stole a bunch of them (gasps) naughty and then (laughs) but all the people that buy them are like fishermen whoa and how much do they cost to get back to katie's question what are we talking? I don't remember. A hundred dollars or like ten thousand dollars? I mean this guy probably like our rental space cost? Yeah. <laughs> or like ten ten thousand oh yeah. That uh, we rent thirty rack. We're at thirty rack right now. I know we are so I do had to get a badge. Yeah, yeah. It's the only um, place to record a podcast. And yeah, I actually don't know. But like thousands of dollars. Is this a novel or just like a non fiction book you're reading? No, it's a non fiction book. What's the title of it? Oh God! I don't it's called it. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> What's it called, Paul? Do you remember? The Feather Thief. Uh, the, the Feather, feather Thief. thief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good title. That feels like yeah, that's a good title. And and he didn't even expect the pianist didn't expect this was this would be the history of 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 what he stole, like or the result. Well, like that, that no, the no, no, no. He knew. Just, no, oh, he, he knew. That's why. He did because he was like, he I was can make like some bank. A lot of money, yeah. Wow. Okay, cool, cool. Wow, that's fascinating. That How did you come upon this book? Um, it seems random. I was <laughs> looking for like, Paul's mom was like, what should I get stuff for Christmas? And I was like, should I get her like a book or something? And I was like, yeah, give me the Okay, let, let me look for like interesting books. And then I saw it and I was like, this seems kind of interesting. So, oh. I mean, it is interesting. It yeah. is. That's yeah. crazy. That's wild. And I think I missed this. What's the time period on this? So the, I think the robbery happened in like the 90s. Gotcha. The 80s or 90s. But he's, yeah. they're st- he's still working with the same inventory kind of? Or like it's all, it's they, all sold. Yeah, they like never, they don't, I think they don't know where all of the. So he kind of sold where them all and they then are. they're just kind of around. Yeah. In people's collections. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And these people that are fishing are probably just like they're sportsmen they're not like it's not commercial fishers that are fishing. yeah it's I, their i'm kind sport. of a rich guy here's what i do on the weekend i go out yeah it's just like people in new mexico that are like <laughs> i go fishing on the weekend or like every day maybe i don't know oh how interesting life of luxury yeah i don't like fishing i did it as a kid it's like boring it. it's very boring my dad really wanted me to like it and it's oh, bad. That pops down. <laughs> but it wasn't like I say that it's not a hobby he kept up either. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you see that this is sucks. So. You wanted to kind of pass it on, but you yeah, didn't really he keep didn't it. do it for long. Wow, that's a good question. Hobbies your parents wanted you to have that you do not have. Oh my god, golfing. Same on golfing. Oh. Although I'm kind of trying to embrace it. Are you? Yes. I feel yeah. like it's fun to play. It's very boring to watch. It's so my so boring to watch. My dad loved watching golf and he always wanted to get me into it. Mm-hmm, so he mm-hmm. would tell me like dramatic stories about the golfers <laughs> to try to like convince me like it was interesting. Like it was a soap opera. Like he was like Phil Mickelson, his wife, 
<laughs> like, cancer survivor, blah, blah, blah. Vijay Singh, bad man. And like, tell me these things. I'm like, who is who? I don't know. He loved, was it Payne Stewart? He loved him so much. Oh, and, like, Stewart, I like that name. Payne Stewart died, he died in like a, two days after my granddad died. Oh, no. That's how I know about Payne Stewart. Yeah, Aww. Payne Stewart died in a plane crash. Yeah. And he, no, dressed, no. he dressed like an old timey golfer when Aww. he golfed weird what like knickerbockers and, yeah. yeah that feels odd but, it was maybe but he was great and nice and i'm sorry about your grandfather and that's cool and ben stewart <laughs> he uh, was old my granddad was like 91 oh, oh beautiful good age Very beautiful yeah. you might live a long time then we'll see yeah time yeah. will tell we'll see if i have anything to say about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think you do no nah, well <laughs> actually i'm sure what yeah, have you learned girl. recently? Me? I Strickland. Have my little list. Strickland, Megan. Um, well, I talked. what did I talk about earlier? I talked about sunscreen, that you need to mm. buy sunscreen abroad. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I learned. Okay, I made my little notes. Oh, here's what I learned about recently. The New York Liberty is the WNBA team yeah. for, uh-huh. for New York. Do you know where they play their games? They're the WNBA team of New York City. Is it at MSG or no? Used to be at MSG, oh, which no. is what you where you think that they it's would play. It's gonna be a sad place. It's a sad. It's a little bit of a sad place. They play at the Westchester County Center. Oh, no, yes, so they do. I went to a city. game. Not in the city. A full thirty miles away from my apartment. Mm. How and do you even get there? You get there by a Metro North train, which costs like twelve dollars on peak more than the ticket more than the ticket the ticket's actually <laughs> i think the ticket is 12 dollars, and to get there costs like 13 dollars. yeah um it's it's kind of crazy it's like the disrespect we have for the, the it is i mean it's great you walk in you're like this is like it's almost like a high it i guess it holds five thousand people but it's like a high school gym that's still not feeling. a lot five thousand no it's not a lot but but it's and actually, it was pretty empty yeah, it was. Oh, oh, no. So someone was giving me the stats. Apparently, they used to play at MSG, and when they played at MSG, they averaged five thousand fans a game, mm-hmm. and which is de- definitely doesn't fill up MSG, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And so then they stopped playing at MSG, and they moved to the Westchester County Center, which holds five thousand people. But now they average about like fourteen hundred fans a game uh, oh, because yeah. it's like You're not, not in going the city. You can't just out there, yeah. walk by it and be like, oh, you know oh yeah, oh my god. Like that's what I do with Mets games, where I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go see a game tonight yeah. it doesn't sell out yeah oh that's cool well like at msg i feel like it's in the city if you're walking by you're like oh, oh yeah let's well, I'm I'm gonna go, go see, see game. the game yeah <laughs> i mean i really wanted to see the chicago sky play when i was mm. living in chicago and they play somewhere far out far probably. out too oh wow. and i never i didn't have a car and the train isn't as expansive there right so oh, i yeah. was just like i guess i'm never going to see the sky play so the sky don't play where the bulls play the sky don't, don't play. play where the bulls <laughs> no play. they don't i'd have to look it up but i remember it because emily Fightmaster and i would always be like oh we need to go yeah see game. we really wanted to um because as i was taught by my grandfather you know women play the fundamentals of the game and it's, oh. it's going to be a better game if you want to watch actual basketball yeah mm-hmm. they definitely pass and move and it's not a stars game like it's not like it's like watching like i love watching college basketball for that reason Same. too um and i feel like it's it's similar in that way but 
we could never go because we we're like how are we gonna get a car and it just like it felt like they didn't want us there yes yeah so we just never went oh that's such a bummer i know i know who did the liberty play they played um who did they play oh the the minnesota wool or no no they wouldn't be the wolves um the minnesota lynx oh yes and um <laughs> and they, they won it was a great game fun to watch you you definitely got into it towards the end of the game mm-hmm. you know you get mm-hmm. as it goes on you kind of get into it like you know like a like a movie or a tv show you know mm-hmm. you kind of your interest kind of compounds over as the game goes on you yeah. know it gets more exciting um no they were really good they were crazy good actually i was i hadn't been to an nba game since the first sorry the WNBA game since the first season of the WNBA. wow and and i was like oh okay like this will be kind of cool to see and they're like I, I was just so desirous to like desirous is that a word I really wanted to go on the court and like stand next to them and like have us both run to half court and just see how much fat like I'm actually really slow and no but I wanted to <laughs> you I, just wanted to challenge I wanted to an elite feel, athlete <laughs> no I wanted to feel their eliteness you know what I mean yeah, yeah I yeah. wanted to be like I can see that they're elite and it's like they are quick they are strong they are good you know but I wanted to like go out there and just like feel like so slow against them like oh, to yeah. feel that difference for some reason i was like wanting it so i mean i feel slow i'm slow against non i'm, I'm just slow in general so I oh just, like, i'm the slowest walker in the world i everyone hates me i think that's regional the walking mm. south or chicago i think it's the south yeah uh yeah i agree with that i think if you're from a northern state you walk faster from a southern state you walk slow okay let's do a survey it's a fact we don't even need to study it let's just compare the walking in steel magnolias <laughs> versus the walking in uh you know uh what's that uh sopranos yeah. <laughs> <laughs> honestly very similar tone <laughs> oh my gosh we've all learned paul we've been going a really long time Oh, wow. Sorry. No, that's great. Edit out 95% of everything (laughs) I said, please. No, we have to keep it. It's golden. Every time I talk, we'll edit it out. Or we'll keep it all and it'll be a bonus. People will be like, I have a long commute and I get to have a great. Katie, thank (laughs) you so much for talking to us. Oh, my God. Thank thank you you so much for having me. It's Um, been so fun. This has been a true pleasure. It's been wonderful. Wait, do you have anything to pr- Paul? Paul reminds us plugs. Do you have anything you kind of want to promote? When can we see the show? Um, I don't have a date that I can say. Okay, fall twenty nineteen. It no. is the fall. Uh, HBO. It's a channel we uh, own. Yeah, it'll, HBO fall. Just if you watch HBO, you're you're starting to see the promos for mm. it. Like the promos are like starting to slowly trickle in. Um. So yeah, I, this fall. That's all I awesome. got. And that's pretty much it. You can see my Twitter, which I rarely am on. But when you do tweet, it's it's great. Thank you so much. <laughs> At Cha Cha Kershaw on Twitter and Instagram, Katie New Shoes. Katie New mm. Why New Shoes? Um, a friend of mine, I said, I think I might want to change it. And he sent me a list of maybe 28 <laughs> <laughs> unbelievably i'll have to read them to you unbelievably funny instagram name options like batgammon dot anyone like they were <laughs> will buy wigs 24 7 they were all tailored to my comedic sensibilities he is a comic genius uh but i picked katie new shoes i love it it's, it's, it's great ring to, to it yeah yeah, yeah. katie new shoes uh-huh so that's where you can get at her on, uh, get at Katie Kershaw on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Moving to LA, 
Yeah, I'll be in LA. So, you know, if you want to hang out, I don't really know anyone. I don't have a job. <laughs> Get a smoothie or something. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Steph, any parting kind of wisdom or thoughts or words? Hmm. No, uh, I don't think so. I don't think I have anything profound to say. But this has been fun. <laughs> and I think that's profound. Ew. Well, this has been another episode of Let's Fly, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay,